Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I'm Brian Hyatt. This is Rolling Stone Music Now. It's Grammy week, so I thought we'd bring you a special newsy episode. We have a preview of this year's Grammy ceremony with executive producer Raj Kapoor. Raj is also the executive producer and showrunner for the Oscars this year, and he's had a long career in television. In this conversation, we go through some of the performances, and he drops some hints, at least, about what to expect. One note before we start, I bring up the possibility in the conversation of Tracy Chapman performing Fast Car with Luke Combs at the ceremony, and after we talked, the world learned that this is, in fact, happening. But again, here's my conversation with Grammy executive producer Raj Kapoor. The Grammys will be airing on Sunday on CBS at 8 p.m. Eastern. This must be a frantic time for you. It is. We are about to start rehearsals tomorrow. I was wondering if there was any sort of particular mission statement for this year's Grammys. There there really isn't a a, a special kind of theme, but what actually happened this year was just a kind of a byproduct of of the nominations. There's so many amazing women that were nominated this year. And so when you look at those categories, it's just a testament to the artistic achievement and excellence in, in music that was so female driven this year. And I think that's the story. We we almost considered doing an all female Grammy show this year because there were so many female nominees. It's going to be an amazing night. That's for sure. Just based on who has all the big nominations. So you really considered having only women perform? We did. And yeah, we definitely looked at it from Taylor, Olivia, Billy, SZA, Dua, Victoria Monet, Boy Genius, Lana Del Rey. And in country, you have Lainey Wilson, you have Kelsey. There's amazing women in so many categories. And even Joni Mitchell getting a nomination this year, which I'm, I'm sure you saw she's performing for the very first time ever on the Grammys. She's never performed on the show before. Joni is very exciting, no doubt. I think it's a big cultural moment. And if you know her story and if you know about the brain aneurysm and just how serious that was. And now this in this past year, she was playing festivals and being surrounded by other conic women on that stage. And yeah, our jaws dropped when we saw some of those performances and like we have to do this on the Grammys. More people actually need to see this because she is an icon. It was months in the making and we are just so thankful that she will be joining us. What can you tell us about that performance specifically? Will Brandy Carlisle be involved? What should we expect? Yeah, it is a very star-studded performance. Brandy is involved. She will be joined by Allison Russell, Sister Strings, Lucius, Jacob Collier, Blake Mills. I suppose you don't want to say what song it will be. It will be a song that I think everybody knows. And if you are a Joni Mitchell fan, it's the song that you want to hear. As long as I'm asking hard questions, are you willing to say who will open the show or at least give us a hint? It's an absolutely huge performance. It's going to have a ton of energy to it. We've done full stage performances in the past few years, but there's a, there's a few times in the, in the show this year that they are completely full stage. We redesigned our stage. And so the ability to actually have bigger bands, more 
dancers on stage, more production. We've reinvented that for this year's show. And so we are opening with a bang and we are using like the, the full stage. In memoriam section is always a challenge and always a big moment. This year, we've lost a lot of people. What can you say about your thinking for that? So we will be announcing that very soon, but it is an incredible segment. It, right now, it is 16 and a half minutes of nonstop music. Tragically, we've, we've lost some amazing icons in the music industry. We will do our best to honor as many of those as possible. I, I think we have some really lovely moments, and, and not, not everything is going to be a ballad. I think there are moments that will even get entire audience and maybe the broadcast audience at home to be celebrating with us because there are some true icons that are going to be part of our in memoriam. We, ha we actually had a very last minute addition, which just happened two days ago. That's still a little bit in the works. They have not even done the scratch track yet. That's actually happening late tonight. So that piece of it, because we're trying to announce like probably all oh. of our in memoriam at, at once, but because we had that last minute edition. It's been the little bit of the holdup. We are very grateful that all came together, but that's the reason we have not said who's actually part and of it And just yet. to put you on the spot, there's a rumor that Beyonce will be paying tribute to Tina Turner. Care to comment? I don't care to comment, but we've definitely had conversations and, and we know how much Tina and Beyonce loved each other, but the Tina Turner tribute will be amazing. We are really excited. It may be a little unexpected, but it's going to be absolutely amazing. We don't know all the performances yet, but we know some big names. Uh, Olivia Rodrigo will be performing. What can you say to give us a little taste of yes. what you're expecting there? I mean, really what's going to be on the show is big hits. So if you think about who you, who's been announced so far, you're going to be getting big hits from all those artists. So, you know, B Billie Eilish is nominated for Song of the Year. So what is she nominated for? You're probably going to be hearing that song on our stage. I saw her at the museum gala probably a couple months ago now. You could hear a pin drop, and I hope everybody in that audience feels the same way. You can have listened to that song a million times already, but hearing it live is just, it's absolutely incredible. That's obviously not a song that you're going to want to go over the top with for staging. You want to keep it, I would imagine, pretty simple. I think it's going to be simple, beautiful, and elegant. Hamish Hamilton mm. is our director. Hamish has, has worked with us before. He just won an Emmy for the first time for his work on the Super Bowl last year. The collaboration with Billy and Hamish and the camera team, I think, is going to be really special. Olivia, you could see the temptation to do a medley because she's had a few hits from this album. Yes. <laughs> you agree that there is? Yeah, I mean, it's it's a really successful album. The, the Grammys, though, is, is really interesting because we, we have such an international mm. audience. And I think we, we sometimes encourage some of the artists that come on the show to just give everybody what they want. And sometimes you could not have heard certain songs enough. I think, too, that our show has evolved to so many things in the past four years. And one of the things that I think we've done really is embrace artists and their team's creativity. Artists bringing their artistic vision and their own original take on how they present themselves on the Grammys stage is so different. And Dua Lipa obviously has new stuff coming out. I imagine that it's a forward-looking performance. I would say there's a little of, of everything there. She had a huge song with Dance the Night. Do 
also Houdini's been a huge hit right now. I think there's so many great things happening around Dua, and she loves choreography. She loves production. I saw two dates of Travis Scott's current arena tour, and it's a pretty overwhelming sensory experience. So how do you get across this sort of Travis Scott live experience on an award show? Visually, I think it's going to be really exciting. He's doing something big. When you look at that tour and stuff, he has this kind of larger-than-life presence, and I think he's bringing some of that to the Grammys. I feel like that energy that he brings to his fans, it's going to be the same on the Grammy stage. He's very particular in his live performances, and I think we're getting a piece of that tour and that energy and that vibe. Are you bring that giant head from his tour? Because that's the best thing. <laughs> we talked about it. It was in one of the creatives, that's for sure. It's really impressive. And Burna Boy's done some great TV performances. What are your thoughts there? <clears throat> Burna Boy is something that we are really excited about. It's the first time that Afro beats are, are on the Grammy stage. There was a new award for African music this year. And I think it just speaks to the presence and the importance of global. Like the way that Latin music broke out in, in North America and all around the world. I think we are seeing so many African artists really being celebrated and the, the collaborations that are happening and just the outpouring of love of that music form is changing so fast. Berna has been so successful all around the world, but we've never had him on the Grammy stage. And I think it's going to be a huge moment for us. Fatima Robinson, who has been a producer for us, she just did The Color Purple. She worked with Beyonce on her Renaissance tour. So Fatima is actually creative directing that performance. And I think it's going to be a beautiful celebration of African culture and really showing just this art form that has not had that opportunity before on, on our show. Yes, I think we've seen some Afro Beats performances on a few other shows, but I think this is going to be extremely captivating. It's Berna's band who sounds fantastic. There's dance elements, there's additional singers. That performance features 21 Savage and Brandy, and it's going to be huge. It's going to get everybody on their feet, I promise. Now, with Luke Combs, it would be pretty exciting to get Tracy Chapman on board to do Fast Car with him. <laughs> really would. I am not denying that fact that it would be extremely exciting. And Luke, yeah, congratulations to Luke and just the impact of that song and, and the legacy of that song is, yeah, it's really extremely special. All I can say is, in our show, all the performers and presenters that have been announced, and even after all the announcements come out, we will still not be done, because the show is packed with some really great moments. There are some, there's, there's going to be some surprises on the stage. We do our best to create moments that even hopefully take those other artists in the room by surprise, because there really is like the, just that feeling that happens and that tingly sensation is like, oh my God, I cannot believe I'm actually seeing that person or I've missed that person so much. And when, when we announced Billy Joel, I don't think he's been on the show for 30 years. Us being able to interact with Billy Joel and find another Grammy moment for him and celebrate him for who he is and his legacy. And we, we do have other moments planned in the show. There will be things that I think everybody will be talking about that night and into the next day. He has his first new song in many years. 
hopefully you'll be giving him a chance to perform that. I would say, yes, this song's amazing. Problem with Billy Joel is he has so many hits. Would it be safe to say that, as with Dua Lipa, the idea might be to (laughs) celebrate a little bit of the past as well as this new thing? I I would say that is part of the conversation. Fair enough. (laughs) The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. It does seem like there's room for more country. It was a big year in country. Are we waiting on some other country announcements? I will tell you this year, our show ended up being so packed. One of the things is, uh, In Memoriam has grown for us substantially over the past four years. This year, we lost so many icons. When you think of our In Memoriam, that's actually 16 and a half minutes of music. So that's actually four or five regular performances that we normally have. Last year we had Hip Hop 50. In Memoriam wasn't quite as big, but I I have to say I'm I'm really close to the country community. And when I look at some of the other artists that had nominations, it was tough to not have another country performance on the show. Sadly this year, I think we only have one country performance. It's just because of timing. I think we could put on an amazing five-hour show with just the people that had nominations and stuff, but we do our best to stick with our time frame. One of the artists who had the biggest year last year and a favorite here at Rolling Stone is SZA. What can you tell us about that performance? I'm really excited to see SZA, just artistically, the amazing year that she has had. SZA's been on our show before, but SZA being the most nominated artist and her performing on the show now is we're getting a different SZA. I've seen some of the rehearsals and it's exciting. It's big. It really shows a lot of just artistic excellence when she's going to deliver something that other people don't. And that's one of the really unique things about the show this year is all the performances are really unique. They have a very unique vibe. The tempos are so different as we go through the show. There's some classic hits, but then there's things that are completely new. Say there might be some guests during SZA set? We may have a surprise in there. There's honestly surprises throughout the entire night. They will pop up at the most unexpected times. And uh, you too in the sphere, I guess the idea is you're confident that you can convey some of the specialness of that through a TV broadcast. 
they were one of the stories sure. of the year this year, like the, the sphere and just how that registered on social media and how so many people were excited to see that show and, and how many people went to Vegas to go see it. And so, yeah, w when we started talking to them, we were very intrigued by the idea of being able to do something with them and show off this kind of landmark venue. Because again, I think the Grammy audience is so different and we are global and there's a lot of people that have not seen the magic of the sphere yet. One thing that's interesting is between Joni and you two and Billy Joel, they're not dominating the lineup or anything, but you haven't shied away from veterans. No, it was a year. We try to be really balanced, but I think that that is one thing about the music community is they, I think there's such a respect for people that have become before them, right? And it's who you listen to as a child or who your parents listen to. When we have legends on the show, like Brandi Carlile so loves Joni Mitchell. She just has this deep appreciation for her as a songwriter, as an artist. They are so connected together and they have this mutual appreciation and love for each other and support. And so that's, that is one of the reasons why we have some of these legends returning to the Grammy stage. We might expect Billy and or U2 to be accompanied by younger artists. U2 is, a, is definitely a standalone gotcha. performance. Obviously, Taylor Swift will be there. She'll be in the audience. I assume that obviously you would love to have her performance, but it's just tricky. She has her Tokyo shows. It's not easy to arrange that. No, there's always, we've had a lot of last minute things come in on the show. Sometimes they've happened days before, and we're always open to the idea. Again, there's a piece of In Memoriam that literally started happening less than 48 hours ago, and it's big, and it's magical. Oh, sometimes it's all about timing, or somebody changes their mind. Sometimes people feel, I can't do it because of my touring schedule, or I can't do it because I have other obligations, or I'm filming this, but then with a few days to go, they're like, oh, would you be open to Justin Bieber came to us like two, three years ago when we were in Vegas now. And that literally happened three days before the show. That's how close we were to showtime with Justin saying, I would really like to come to the show. I'm making room. I have to, I really want to be there. How can you say no to Justin Bieber performing Peaches? So here on the evening of January 31st, you're not yet ready to rule out the possibility of Taylor Swift stepping on that stage. It sounds like what you're saying. I'm actually not willing to rule out anything. <laughs> just because we are flexible, like we are. And when opportunities present themselves, we adapt. And sometimes we, we are quick to make those decisions and being able to accommodate icons that want to be on our show, even if they are last minute. And then finally, anything to say about Trevor Noah and his monologue? Anything different about the way you'll handle that this year? Trevor is actually in nice. building right now with all of our writers. Trevor is an amazing host. He is one of those people who puts in so much time and thought into what he does. He loves to know everything about the show. He studies the rundown. He studies where people are. He knows some of the backstories of, of things that have happened this year in music. And that's why I think artists feel so comfortable because he always comes across from a place of having a lot of intelligence. His humor is very smart, but it's never mean-spirited. And I think he is also a music fan. If you're watching the show on television, you feel like Trevor's kind of with you as well. As an observer, as somebody to help you celebrate the night. He also gives you really great 
inside perspective because he can go up and talk to Adele or he can go up and talk to Beyonce or who else is in the room and he just adapts and he likes to tell stories all night long and he's just so quick on his feet. Now this is his fourth year. He's become part of the Grammys family and it's comforting because we know no matter what happens on the show, Trevor is there to help us. He's one of those really unique people that has everybody's best interest at heart. And I hope everybody at home and in that room feels that because he's just that genuine of a person. What's the scariest part of all this? Honestly, one of the scariest parts is just how ambitious we become sometimes. And for me, it's whether we will make all our set changeovers effectively. This music and this show is all about live music. So we have so many live musicians on our stage. So the amount of people that we have in our audio teams taking care of artists and, and musicians and, and front of house. We, we are a live music show. We are three and a half hours of back-to-back -back performances of non-stop music. So when I told you 16 and a half minutes in our In Memoriam, that is literally artists back-to-back mm. -back and live bands all taking us through this journey. So yeah, as, as a producer, like I'm on pins and needles when I think about all the things that could happen. We've had pretty great luck with just and once in a while, something does go off the rails or doesn't quite work out, but it is because we're live. But that's also what makes people love the show because it's not pre-taped. It's you're along for the ride with us all night long. And I think somebody should actually make a documentary about everything that happens backstage because if you saw all the sets and all the band gear lined up, it would actually blow your mind and how quickly people come on and off that stage and how it gets transformed into another performance. Sometimes in less than 10 minutes, we are from Billie Eilish to Olivia Rodrigo and they're completely different looks and, and it happens in less than 10 minutes. And that's our show. We'll be back next week. In the meantime, subscribe to Rolling Stone Music Now wherever you get your podcasts. And please leave us five stars and a nice review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify because that's always appreciated. But as always, thanks so much for listening and we will see you next week. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did, and they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Should we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was a three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord. We get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.